I, at a pretty young age, decided I wanted to be able to do things on my own. And I now have the language to say that I just know I'm a person who really needs alone time. And for parents, I think you're so right that it is important to realize that sometimes that's just the way your kid is wired and it doesn't mean anything about whether they love you or want to spend time with you. Sometimes it's just a need that they have. And it definitely was a need that I had, but I didn't have the words for, I love you so much, mom, but I need to go read a book on my own because I'm feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Raising Adults, the groundbreaking parenting podcast that starts with the end in mind. We're your co-hosts, Dina Thayer and Kira Dorian. We created future-focused parenting to take families from surviving to thriving. So join us as we help you stop raising kids and start raising adults. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Raising Adults. It's Dina here in the coat closet on my amazing Rubbermaid totes among the Christmas decorations and jackets. It's very cozy in here. And I've got Kira with me, but not with me over in the laundry room. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm, I can tell fall, fall is, you know, it's Fall's here. here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ba- I'm back in a blanket. Like, what is this? You know, Have before you ever it was all been, toasty. Has it ever been a comfortable temperature in the closet? There was a brief few weeks, yes. <laughs> but it was to your point in a recent episode about the unventilated room. I think that's mm. the thing. Whatever it's doing, it's doing extra in here. It's like really <laughs> so, doing it. It's yeah, committed. Yeah. It means it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. So we have a super fun episode today. I know yes, I know do. you agree. We got we got all four of our people together. So this episode is essentially just run by our children, which is awesome. But we, d- we do want to remind you about a big thing in terms of direction of our show first, and then we'll just give you a few little housekeeping things about the episode so you know what to expect, and then we'll let them take it away. Yeah. So just a reminder that, as you know, we have hit this crossroads in our show where Dina and I feel like we need to make a course correction, as we encourage all of our FFPs to do when you need to. Uh, we need to do one. So we've just hit this point where the show is really successful, but the amount of time and money and our resources that still goes into the show is really not sustainable anymore for us and for our families. So we have asked that you guys, our amazing future-focused parents, Those of you that can become future-focused patrons, which means that you join us for $5 a month to help keep this show running because we literally cannot keep it running past 2021 if we don't have some changes. And one of them is we do really need our listeners to join us in that membership level. So if you can, we would love for you to help us keep this show going. And you can do that by going to our website, which is futurefocusedparenting.com. Click on membership. There is now only one tier. It's just the $5 a month. Or you can go to patreon.com slash FFP. And that's another way that you can become a future focused patron. We talk about our values on the show all the time. We talk about alignment on the show all the time. And really what we've realized is that the only way we can make this sustainable is if we are no longer taking time and resources from our families to bring you guys free content. But the free piece is really important because a lot of shows are moving to paid platforms only. And we did talk about that and it just doesn't match our values. We want our show to be equitable. We want people who aren't able to pay $5 a month to still get access to parenting support. And so the only way that we can keep it free is with 
those members. So please join us. We really would love to keep the show going into 2022, um, and we will be making a decision on October 14th. So if you haven't yet become a member, this is the time to do it. Futurefocusedparenting.com. Click on that membership tab. Thank you so much, all of you who listen and download, and those of you that have already joined us. Yeah, thank you so much. And we have got our fingers and our toes and all the extremities crossed because I think it's also important that you hear we love this and we value it. And parenting is something we're so passionate about. And this work is really meaningful to us. And it's really more about the logistics not being sustainable. It's not that the topic has lost its fire for us. That's not the case at all. We want to keep going. And we're just being real about what it's going to take to do. Yes. Well said, Dina. So what should we know about this? frankly insightful slash adorable episode we're about to hear. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, we really just put the four of them. So my two were in the laundry room. Your two were in the cloak closet. And they just kind of had a chat. And we had prepped them with two questions, right, that they Mm -hmm. were supposed to answer. And I did not coach my children. Reese gave some particularly like meaningful and wispy answers. Yes. Very um, and I just want listeners to know that he was not coached. Because <laughs> if I was listening, I'd be like, she totally made him say that. I did it. <laughs> um, the thing is, though, if you know Reese, you know that wasn't the case. Yeah. And if, I you, think that, if you met my yeah. son, that won't yeah. surprise you. But for those yeah. of you that haven't, yeah, he was not coached. Um, how about you? What do you want them to know? Well, I think it's really a good episode, first of all. I hope you guys will listen. It's short. They only chatted together for, I think, you know, about a little over 15 minutes. And they're talking about what do, what do we wish parents knew from our perspective? And I think it is really insightful to kind of get a peek into their heads. So first of all, I want to say it's, it's a, it turned out great. And I think there's some really good nuggets in there. But secondly, just like we address it, if you can hear some weird audio thing or somebody's hair is hitting the microphone. If it sounds at times like my son is reading, it's because he is. So as I've said many times, he's an actor. He loves that stuff, but he generally has a script. (laughs) And so he was pretty nervous. We invited him to host the episode and he was a little nervous about that. So we did talk together about what he wanted to say, but yes, I typed some stuff up for him. So if there's little moments where you feel like he sounds like he's reading, plus we had to teach him the outro for the show and things like that. So I just wanted to address that and let you know. If you hear that? That's because that's what's happening. <laughs> we had to do, you know, what we had to do to make everybody comfortable. That's right. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it is. It's a delightful episode, and I know for me, it gave me. I was really surprised by some of my kids' answers, and it was really helpful. It was really mm-hmm. insightful, mm-hmm. and so I think parents everywhere will benefit from just getting that sneak peek into what are our kids actually thinking and what do they really wish that we knew. So hopefully you guys will enjoy it and uh, get a lot out of it. And uh, I guess without further ado, here we go. Hey, Future Focus parents, welcome to this special episode of Raising Adults. As you can probably tell, today's episode is a takeover episode and Kira and Dina are not hosting. Instead, the four of us future adults are going to share some thoughts we want parents to know so they can understand what kids are thinking as they are raised by Future Focus parents. So first, we'll introduce ourselves and then we'll share some thoughts. So I'm Mark, I'm 18, and Dina is my mom. I am Sienna, I'm 19, and Dina is also my mom. All right, uh, and that's us in the coat closet. And who do we have in the laundry room today? Hi, I'm Rhea. Um, my mom is Kira, and I am 10. Hello, my name is Reese. My mom is Kira, and as I am a twin, my age is also 10. <laughs> <laughs> 
Our moms talk a lot about the why for each topic they discuss, and we want to do the same. So today's why is mainly so parents get a sneak peek into their kids' minds and hear their perspectives so they can be more intentional as they raise the future adults. So let's dive in and talk about what we think parents might want to know. We're going to start by talking about our own parents and then share with all of you some things we wish every parent knew, especially as they parent using the future-focused philosophy. Rhea, let's start with you. What would you like your mom to know? Um, I'd like her to know that most of the time I get really stressed at school because it's really hard and especially hard in the pandemic. I just want her to know, like, it's not easy at school. There isn't, like, there can be good days and bad days, but there aren't, like, perfect days, and they're just stressful. So, Rhea, why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Why don't you unpack that a little bit for us to maybe understand a little bit better? So, school has been really hard, like I had said, and I get really stressed easily if, like, things are getting harder, and Mm -hmm. school has just been so different and makes me feel like I need to go to, like, the bathroom and cry, because I get really stressed, but yeah, I wish my mom knew that that's the kind of stress that I feel at school. So what do you think that your mom could do more specifically to help you through that? I wish because she's a great mom. I wish that she could be ready with a hug. Like Mm -hmm. before, like she asks what happens at school when we get home, she gives me a hug and we can talk about it in the hug. Mm. That's great. I love that. Um, and Sienna, what about you? I think that I wish my mom knew, and I think that she does based on some of the conversations we've had this year, that I feel like our relationship goes the best the more that we learn to listen to each other, just to know each other better, as opposed to to listening to respond or react in a certain way, especially because I'm getting older and we're moving into a different stage of our relationship. I think that our conversations go better when we're just trying to understand each other more and neither of us are thinking about how we're going to respond or the outcome that we want out of the conversation. How could how could you unpack that a little bit more, maybe specifically what can mom do better, do you think? Yeah, I think for me, it's maybe not even what she could be doing better because it's more a thing that's already happening that I think is going well and that I kind of want to emphasize, especially as I get older and start making my own decisions that are only mine. I feel like as we talk about that, it's it goes better when she is asking me questions like, can you just tell me more about that? Or how did you Mm -hmm. get there? As opposed to questions that seem like reactionary or like they're trying to deal with how she's going to respond to what's happening. Um, And that is a thing that we already do well. And I just want to emphasize that I wish it was a hundred percent of the time Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it, I think is one of the things that makes our relationship stronger, especially because of the stage of life that I'm in. I think I'd say that my parents sometimes struggled with their expression of being our parent rather than our friend. While it's definitely important and parents do have to choose to be the parent, especially when their kids are younger, it would be helpful if they didn't say it. Sometimes my mom would say, I need to be your parent right now, not your friend. And I didn't love that. And maybe the distinction between friend and mom isn't even a helpful one or between Mm -hmm. friend and parent, because 
it might be easier to just say, you know, I really care about you and here is some advice that I could give you for how to better navigate that situation mm-hmm. as opposed to making those things that are different, trying to merge them into like, I'm your friend and I'm your parent. I care about you and I'm also here to help you. And that division between those roles doesn't need to exist at all, especially if you have young yeah, kids. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought of it like that. That's great. So I'm going to throw it over to Reese now. What do you want your mom to know? All right. Well, about that. This morning, I sort of had no idea what I was going to say. I waited like 23 minutes and I was like, what am I going to say? She's so great. And then I realized, hey, that could be my thing. What I want my mom to know is that she's being a really good parent so far. Like our relationship is really good together. And I think she's being a great parent. Sometimes she frets over being a good parent and if she's parenting well, and I just want to let her know that she is. And I could ask for a better parent. Wow, Reese, thanks for sharing that. That's really special. I know your mom will love hearing that. All right. Uh, does anyone have any other thoughts? Anything they want to unpack a little bit more about um, their specific thing? Or should we move on to the general stuff? Um, I have something to say course, following yeah. on to Reese and how she's like, She's also very supportive about what we want to do, and she's very supportive of everything we're doing and our goals. She actually, like, Reese wants to be a movie maker, so he'll sign him up for, she'll sign him up for a filmmaking class and do all these things to help. And she's just very supportive and helps her dreams, and she's a very great mom. I feel like I also want to agree with what Rio was just talking about because we also have a mom that was really great about facilitating what we were interested in like Mark was interested in acting and Mm -hmm. pretty much the minute he said that he was he was like in classes and getting an agent and the same for me who tried a lot of different sports before (laughs) finding the one that I liked and I felt a lot of support and not a lot of pushing towards what my mom thought would be a good activity because I ended up landing on things that weren't even things that my mom had ever done. And so I'm, I'm grateful that you brought that up Rhea, because it is so important to feel supported by your parents in your activities and the things that you choose and your goals. Thanks, you know, that's really great. So now we're going to move on to what we wish all parents knew from their kid or teen's perspective. And we're going to start with Reese for this one. What do you wish all parents knew? Um, what I think all parents should know is, I mean, unless they have a tiny little baby who <laughs> needs a lot of attention, like, it's equally as important the kids' health and everything as the parents' health and everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, what I'm basically saying is it's okay to take time for yourself. Like, yeah, sit down, relax read a book that's great spend some time for yourself Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. mom does that sometimes and sometimes she goes on date nights with my dad (laughs) and we are perfectly fine with it so it's you're as important as your kid is so spend some time for yourself that's fantastic that is that is really great reese actually um i think 
yeah that, that's amazing i think like parents should know that it's not you know when you become a parent i think you give up a part of you know you know a lot of your freedom i think but um that's yeah that's fantastic just it's great to remember that you know you're a person too you need you need self-care you need you know me time sometimes that's that's great and uh ria what about you so one is for like um couples who have a baby right now not like a kid and the other is for people who have kids or teens or yeah you know (laughs) the first one is for the couples with the baby is that it's really hard sometimes it's special but it's also hard helping the baby grow and get better but it's fun and even though the diapers are smelly (laughs) you have like all these challenges along the way you're always going to end up with a great childhood from your kid so Mm -hmm. the second one is for adults with kids teens you know kids when they're like for me it was when I was starting at the age of five maybe I started wanting to be a bit more independent and I wanted to spend time alone in my room or read alone. And I want all parents to know it's not because we don't, us kids don't love you. It's because we want to be independent sometimes and we want to learn our, on our own or figure out things on our own and all the things. Of course, we'd have to check if it was a dangerous science experiment to <laughs> <laughs> be independent. So, yeah. That's great, Ria. And I want to talk about that more because I totally had the same experience. My mom could definitely validate that. I, at a pretty young age, decided I wanted to be able to do things on my own. And I now have the language to say that I just know I'm a person who really needs alone time. And for parents, I think you're so right that it is important to realize that sometimes that's just the way your kid is wired and it doesn't mean anything about whether they love you or want to spend time with you. Sometimes it's just a need that they have. And it definitely was a need that I had, but I didn't have the words for, I love you so much, mom, but I need to go read a book on my own because I'm feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I can say that now, but at the time, I totally agree that it would have been helpful to kind of have that awareness of this is just what Sienna needs and how she's wired. And that doesn't mean anything about whether she wants to spend time with the family. She just has different needs. So thank you for bringing that up. That's great. Um, and I think what I would say to that, or I guess on on the topic of general knowledge for parents, um, is that your kids are smarter than you think they are. And it's important to not let them know all the time, like, hey, I'm I'm your parent. I know more than you, you know, even they do need to go to bed, even if, you know, even if they do need to brush their teeth, even if they do need to do the dishes, make sure to let them know, like, that their feelings are valid, even if, even if they're in the wrong, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to throw it to Sienna for the last thing. Kind of going off maybe what Mark said in a way, the general advice that I would want to give to parents is that your kids are listening a lot more than you might think that they are. And that's not just the things that you say, but that's about things that you have said as behaviors that you do all the time or ways that you treat your kids or ways that you talk about them, frankly, behind their backs. I would just want to encourage parents to be really aware of the way that they behave around their kids and the way that they talk to and about their kids, because 
I know that in my own life, there were things that my mom was saying, not even with her words or that my dad was saying, but not explicitly that ended up being things that I carried with me that they might not have even known about. And that's just because as a parent, I'm sure it's hard to maybe understand the depth of how wise and perceptive your kids can be. And that is just something that I've been thinking a lot about recently, especially as I think of when I have kids, I just want to be really careful about the messages that I'm giving them, even not with just my words, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's great. And I think just to kind of drive that point home a little bit more, the things that, you know, the things that you you say and even interactions with like customer service people or stuff like that are really going to have a lasting impact on your kids. Because like, I remember when I was really young, you know, like seeing my dad be really nice to servers. And now like, you know, I want to be like the, the nicest person possible to customer service people. It's really important that like how you interact with people when your kids are really young, because that's going to be super formative for them. And it is going to influence who they are as people and, and kind of who they who they turn out to be. And another thing about uh, your kids kind of always watching you or, and, and listening to the way you act and the way you, you um, treat others um, was when Sam and I's parents got divorced. Um, the way they treated each other was really civil and really kind. And they were always talking well about each other. And that really, I think, influenced how I want to talk about people and how I want to treat others, even if there is some strange circumstances, it's always important to be kind to people. And my parents did a great job of showing me how to do that. Sienna, anything else to say? All right. We hope this has been helpful to you parents to get a glimpse into what your own future goals might be thinking. And um, we hope by hearing our perspective, you can gain insight that helps you raise your adults. And we want to thank you for checking out our takeover episode. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast platform. Our moms look forward to being back with you next week. Raising Adults was produced today by Sienna and Mark Dumont and Reese and Rhea Dorian. Editing by Allison Preisinger and music by the Seattle band Hannah Lee. Thanks for listening.